enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy. It's Tip Tuesday, and today I want to talk about the upcoming holidays and how you navigate around all those gifts and make sure that your kids understand the importance of charitable giving during the Thanksgiving and Hanukkah and Christmas season. We have a brand new book out for the holidays. It's called Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Joy of Christmas. And one of the topics we have stories on is just that, kids demonstrating kindness and compassion during the holidays, instead of just focusing on all the gifts they're getting. Tracy Crump tells us in her story called The Angel's Angel about her son, Jeremy. Now, you've seen those angel trees at Christmas, right? They're in stores and schools and other places where people gather, and they're usually decorated with little pieces of paper that contain a child's name and that child's Christmas wish. So Tracy's family was at Walmart, where their church youth group had set up an angel tree. Tracy was hurrying her boys along. She was worrying about Jeremy's ability to hang in there because he had attention deficit disorder and also a hurting foot that made walking painful. At first, Tracy thought the location of the angel tree was great right near the cash registers where everyone would see them. But then it was pointed out to her that by the time shoppers saw the tree, they were already finished shopping and in line to check out. That meant they'd have to choose an angel from the tree, leave the line, and go back into the store to find the requested gift. So eight-year-old Jeremy sprang into action despite his painful foot. He put a red Santa hat on his head, And he approached shoppers as they entered the store, telling them about the angel tree. And here's what he was saying to people. Their moms and dads don't have enough money for presents. If we don't help, they won't get anything for Christmas. All you have to do is go pick an angel off the tree and buy a toy, just $10 or $15. If that's too much, you can give us some money and we'll collect more until we have enough to buy a present. So people started giving money to Jeremy so that he could purchase the angel tree gifts for them. Every time he had enough money collected, he would run over to his mom and they would go and purchase one of the requested gifts. Jeremy did this for three straight hours until every single angel had been removed from the tree. On the way home, all he could talk about was how glad he felt that no one was left out. All the kids would get presents. And in another story from the same book, Operation Christmas Thank You, Danielle Kuhn tells us about her own kids' charitable efforts. It started one October when Danielle and her family were attending their fire department's open house. They brought along five-year-old Isaiah and three-year-old Angelea. Isaiah was in awe of the massive fire trucks with all their shiny chrome and interesting gadgets, and the firefighters were very kind more than happy to answer his many questions about each piece of equipment. And then little Isaiah saw a collection of fire truck models in a large glass display case. When do you get to play with those? He asked one of the firefighters. And the firefighter answered him very solemnly. We don't get to play with them. The chief keeps them locked away in that cabinet. Well, Isaiah didn't like that answer, and it got him thinking. And a few weeks later, when Danielle was talking to the children about 
charitable giving at Christmas, Isaiah asked if they could take presents to the firefighters because they weren't allowed to play with all those model fire trucks. Danielle and her husband explained that the firefighters were too busy to play with toys, so then the children suggested they bring them candy instead. And that began a tradition that grew beyond the family's wildest expectations. Over the next few years, the family expanded their Christmas operation to all emergency responders, taking coffee, lunch, dessert trays, and candy to the police, the hospital emergency room, the paramedics, and the firefighters. Danielle and her husband have five children now, and the whole family gets involved. They've been doing this now for 12 years. And what these stories go to show is that children do have a natural inclination to be charitable during the holidays. All we have to do is give them an outlet for that impulse. And that's why I wanted to tell these stories today. With eight weeks to go before Hanukkah and Christmas, there's plenty of time for the kids to get involved with something wonderful that directs their attention to those who are less fortunate than they are. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Tomorrow's Wow Wednesday. And I'm going to talk about emergency responders again, but this time about a rather mysterious stranger who was there one moment and gone the next after saving a woman's life. If you want to read some great tips for the holidays from the book I mentioned today, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Joy of Christmas, please visit our website, chickensoup.com.